Hello, welcome to Universal Soul Love. I'm Detective David Love. And I'm Dr. Lan Love. Welcome to our show. We're in Durban, South Africa. And here with us is Brett Austin. Oh. <laughs> Brett is an author, entrepreneur. And life coach. Yeah. And we met Brett in our travels. Um, he owns a restaurant called Conscious... Cafe? Well, I used to own it. No, no, no. Oh, okay. okay. It was part of my um, journey coming into South Africa. Well, absolutely delicious and yeah. written a book. To all the people of the planet. Which is a, a really great read about how to lose weight, how to mm. go on to a really good diet, a vegan diet, how to reduce the sugar, how to basically clean yourself up and yeah. get yourself onto a higher wavelength. We've had some excellent conversations already about health and nutrition and about the spiritual awakening that a lot of us are having these days. And we thought, wow, this will make a great show. And I, I think we're going to have a, a really good time talking about all this. I know we are because we've already discussed so. a lot of these we already have. We've uh, Brett invited us to lunch and made us the most amazing smoothies. I but have never tasted... Peanut butter and beet juice. juice. Oh, my goodness. I thought... How? What a strange combination. Yes, but it was I'm delicious. It's a smile. <laughs> to your credit, you make the best smoothies. Thank you. And the lunch was just superb on a spinach mm. leaf, all these amazing ingredients with the most just tastiest lunch I've ever tried. Thank you very much. So why don't you tell us how you sort of got started in your, what do we call it, a personal paradigm shift? Okay, so, well, it's quite a deep story. Okay, uh, that's um, what we're here for. Yeah. I've spent most of my life as a DJ from the age of 15 up till now, 40 years old. I've been a DJ, I've been in nightclubs, I've been on the wrong side of life, if you could say that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've done a lot of uh, jawling, dragging, drinking, and many, 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 many late nights. And uh, one day I got home from work and I wasn't feeling my best self and uh, I was uh, having a cup of tea with my girlfriend and she challenged me in a way that I hadn't been challenged before. And I just remember praying and saying, okay, right, whatever you are, whoever you are, whatever created me, if you do not come here immediately, I'm going to do something that I shouldn't do. And then I'm going to spend the rest of my life in jail. You know, and I was ready to let go. And in that moment, I was completely paralyzed. Mm. 45 minutes or so of my life, I was completely paralyzed. I couldn't move. And I was shown two parts of my life. This was like a moment of truth for you. It yeah, a like, deep moment of truth. Mm, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, came to me, touched me, and it dissolved me into the universe. And I was everywhere at exactly the same time. Wow, that sounds amazing. No drugs yeah. involved. No drugs involved. Because I've heard this story. Yeah, yeah. No drugs involved. I, I, was, I was totally sober. And I, I was just, I was in a space of pain, if I could say that. Deep pain. And what was happening was there was a four-year-old child with suppressed memories. Mm. The word was disappointment. Mm. I was told I was going to disappoint my child. And when I heard that, a feeling of disappointment from my childhood came up through me Mm. and it boiled up a sense of rage that I'd never experienced in my life because it was suppressed emotion. Mm -hmm. I mean, from, from the age of four years old, I was quite a skinny guy and then I blew up straight away. And that was from the disappointment that I'd felt as a child. So, yeah, it was quite something. And I'd suppressed that emotion my whole life with food, with drugs, with alcohol, with whatever I could find, keeping myself busy, keeping myself awake, not having to deal with anything. And until eventually... Past memory. 
Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. And 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 then basically it just it just it all welled up in that moment. And then I got to see two futures of my life. One was where I wouldn't make it to the age of forty. And then the other one was where I would write five books, I would travel the world, I would enjoy my life, I would go and I'd be a a a pillar of strength in the darkness that we have in this world, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was basically where my first actual awakening moment happened. Yeah, I can relate to that. I am sure I've told the story a few times on Universal Solo. Um it's that pinnacle moment where you sort of those I guess I'm not sure what you call them, repressed. I call them compressed memories because your body stores very strong emotional experiences in different parts of your body and something triggers it and then suddenly it comes bursting out and you have this almost dissociated, uh, altered state, a psychedelic experience. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and then it go, rolls on from there. The, for me, like looking at it like this, if you can imagine having a frantic, crazy little child come out in an adult's body. Okay. Now, a little child, you can look after a little child and you can grab it and you can pick it up and put it somewhere and talk to it and, you know, but when you're an adult and you've got this little child that's inside you that is coming out of this big body now, I was 157 kilograms and I was in no state, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think it was ultimately spirit of God or whatever you want to call it that came and went, Mm -hmm. okay, hang on a second. He has a whole lot of, trouble coming let's stop you you know and i was paralyzed for literally 45 minutes of my life and i felt my crown open up and i felt what felt like this is what it felt like a bucket of hot wax being poured inside my head and as it came down to the base of my spine i just dissolved and i was taken everywhere it was the most amazing experience well (laughs) <laughs> it was a, an amazing experience. Sounds yeah, very profound and very yeah. distressing at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it took me about seven days just to come off that, and then that's when I did my first channeling, like where I was able to write. And, and but that type of energy, you know, like it was my very first channeling was to all the people of the planet. I've sent many an angel, many a son. You people have killed them and run. That was the first words that were. So wow. yeah, it was. It was quite something to. Did you experience. have any sense of who you were channeling? No, 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 no. I, I remember what it looked like, if I could say this. What it looked like was I was sitting on a rock and earth was below us and uh, there, was a, there was a being behind me, okay? And that being was using my body to write the information that I was writing down. Yeah, it was quite Yeah, wow. very, very strange. <laughs> Trippy. <laughs> Trippy. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. okay on this show. Yeah. <laughs> people can, a lot of our listeners can probably relate. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that amazing, though, that the choice that you made was such a wonderful choice? You made mm-hmm. the right choice. You made the... Well, okay, so in my next book, which I'm busy writing at the moment, I have a chapter called Oscar Pistorius. Okay. He was the guy that killed his girlfriend, Reva, I think her name was. He shot her on, on Valentine's Day. Okay, Riva Stinkham, that was in it. The, the chapter is called Oscar Pistorius because I believe that he was also pushed to that point, but he didn't allow spirit of God to come into it. He, he just took his, the matter into his own hands. I, I put prayer before it and I went, okay, right, whatever you are, whoever you are, come here now, please, so that I don't make this mistake because I was allowing the greatness of our universe or the greatness of God or the greatness of spirit to, to actually work with me in that moment, you know, because as an adult, you've got your normal rational mind, but then when you've got this childlike figure coming through you, suddenly you don't know what that is and what that feeling is, you know, because you're an adult and you have forgotten about all of that stuff. Mm. 
So it was it was this childlike being coming through me that was very irrational. Right. But then I still had my rational mind with the 33 years at that time, the 33 years of experience within myself. And it was through that that I understood prayer in that moment. And I went, okay, right, here I am. Sure. Yeah, okay. lots of people, when they have blind rage, that that, that um, counterbalance or whatever is just non-existent. Yes. And they just go right into Yeah, you into go the, straight into it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where a lot of accidents happen in this world. You know, when people say they blacked out or when something didn't happen and they don't remember it or anything like that. You know, so this is the, this is the, the maybe the childlike figure coming through the, the person. Yeah, in a child. Yeah, sure. in a child. Right. Somebody wants to say to me, it's, oh, it's your dark side or your what light side or your this or your that or whatever it is. I do believe it is suppressed emotions, mm-hmm. things that you haven't dealt with as a mm-hmm. child. And then in that moment, I mean, what they say, time's an illusion. So, yeah. I mean, like yesterday, today, tomorrow, the future. And when you were a child, it's all happening right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just when are you going to express that emotion in this moment yeah. in time? I saw my inner child during my spiritual awakening event like yours in okay. a different way. But, yeah, I saw it in my own mind, you know, yeah. all that. So, um, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, yeah. it's probably different for everyone and whatever you want to call it, but I saw that. The so. path to wherever you go is for each person individually. Yeah. Probably all leads to the same place, they say. They mm. probably ultimately were just different roads to the same. Yeah. And it's good to ask for help. Well, yes, I, de- I definitely think that's... that's a, it does something, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, it opens your connection to the universe, yeah, yeah. Your God of your higher, your higher power, higher self, whatever it yeah. is, that your guides, yeah. Buddha, Jesus, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever, yeah. yeah. Whatever works for you that, in yeah. that moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about all that? I, I, I think comments? it's amazing and I think it's wonderful that, that somehow you took this path, which is the path that is helping you evolve. And, and you've done so much. You, so you set up a cafe. And then yeah. you, you wrote a book after that? Or? Yeah, I wrote the book after the campaign. Yeah. And, um, and you lost a lot of weight and you became vegan? I lost 45 kilograms in wow. 18 weeks. Yeah. That's a lot. Total of 65 that. kgs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what that is in pounds, but I'm mean, like a lot. <laughs> 165 pounds, I think. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's like a that's like a person. That's my oh, size. Is, yeah, let's see. That's yeah. me. So it's a... Uh, I lost oh, 45 right. kgs, 99 pounds in 18 weeks, so that's uh, 143 pounds in total. Yeah, 65 kgs, 143 oh, pounds in total. That's a full person. Yeah. You lost a person. Yeah. I like to look at it sometimes if I go like this and I say 65 kilograms in total. Now, if you look at a half kg block of butter, okay, butter and fat are exactly the same size, right? They weigh the same and they, they, they amount to the same size. So 65 kgs now that amounts to what 130 blocks of butter. If you take 130 oh. blocks of butter and you put them next to each other, it's a huge wall of fat. Right. Yeah. So like you can look at it visually and you can go, wow, I've let that much weight go. But again, what is weight? It's stored emotions. Yes, I, I think you're right. Yeah. So the, any person that mm-hmm. is obese or any person that is suffering with deep mm. heaviness in their body is stored emotions. And it's when they deal with those emotions. Mm. So in that moment in time, I didn't deal with those emotions, but it was later on in life that I was able to study, look at life, look at myself, and then go, okay, right, now let me deal with these emotions 
through meditation, through quiet time. Right. Some people call it quiet prayer. Yeah. Some people call it meditation. And it's just basically going with it. You go within yourself and you look at yourself and you go, okay, right. What haven't I thinking, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you spend some mm-hmm. time meditating. You look at yourself point. and then you go, okay, right. Let me deal with this emotion. Let me deal with that. Let me deal with that. And when you did your meditation, you were like straight out for like eight hours a day for about six months, you told me. Yeah. yeah. Me, for me, it was like, you know, 20 to 30 minutes a day over three years. So that introspective, you know, yeah. inner self-examination of questions that questioning my beliefs my thoughts and affirmations and everything but it was it was well worth it i highly recommend anyone do that if you're looking for something easy to do to heal yourself meditation definitely is a key yeah um and and some people will say okay meditation what is it i can't do it everybody can meditate i get i you can look at it took me you know, I, the first night, I think I meditated for about five seconds, and then I kept going and trying to build up my... Yeah, your stamina. My stamina, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yeah. It's certainly something that grows on you, and if you find it hard to sit still, you can actually meditate by walking. Yeah, running. you can. Going for... You can playing in the garden. Mm-hmm. Well, I say gardening, gardening, but playing in the garden. Yeah. Mindfulness, gardening. Yeah, mindfulness. Anything. Anything. And you discovered, you discovered that you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. Yes. You tell us a bit about that, because... Uh, do you know how I discovered that? Oh. It was the funniest thing ever. I was inside a nightclub with one of my very, 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 very good friends. His name is Dirk Dipinar. And, and we were chatting about life. And he looked at me and he said, Brett, just shut up. You are what you eat. And I looked at him and I went, oh, my gosh, that is amazing. I never really thought about it like that. And the next day I was at home and I was, I was still working on my book. I'd already lost a lot of weight and I was, I was now. Somebody said to me, go and write a book about it. Because all my friends didn't notice me. Like, they couldn't recognize me. One day I was 157 kilograms. And then a couple of weeks later, I was, I was down 45 kg. You know, so, like, so. so tell me, but do you think you lost weight because you got, the, got some insight into your psychological issues or because you started eating? Well, how's that? Okay, so, so, question. so it, it, it was a very amazing experience, right? So after my initial awakening if you want to call it that my initial being touched by spirit or by god or by whatever it is that comes and saves you in that moment in Mm -hmm. time through deep prep right Mm -hmm. i didn't lose any weight i got put on pharmaceuticals because everybody thought i was crazy right and then i spent two years studying right and the one day i was watching an episode of survivor you know the the american show mark burnett show yeah mark burnett i think his name is I was watching an episode of Survivor. It was the final episode, and it's a two-hour episode. And basically what happened was I looked at them, and I went, oh, my gosh, look at these guys. They're there for 41 days. They do one-day exercise, which was the Wednesday challenge that they would do. And they eat a whole lot of fruit and vegetables. And look at how they look when they leave and they go back for the final interview. You know when they go for the final interview and they all find out that they've all been lying to each other and cheating each other and, and they're basically like manipulating each other off the show? But they've all got a sense of grace and love within them because they've all been on fruit and vegetables for those 41 days. Mm-hmm. A very, very small amount of meat, right? And I went, well, I can do that. And that evening, I took everything out of my fridge, out of my freezer, threw it in the dustbin. The next day, I was vegan. Wow. And wow. that experience yeah. was the transformation of my life. So when I started eating foods that were made of sunlight and water, which is what we are, sunlight and water. That was where I had my actual massive kind of connecting with spirit and my self-realizations. That is where my big transformation happened, was in those moments. So going from a normal 
Western diet onto a fully plant-based diet. And mine happened overnight. So yeah, that's how my major transformation happened. So it wasn't it wasn't initially in the very first part of my journey. It was only two years later after I came off the pharmaceuticals and and then went on to a plant-based diet. And first of all, um, you you didn't become vegan because of cruelty to animals. Because we, no, I've never even heard the word before. We talked about this yeah, yeah, between veganism and healthy eating, which can be they can be synonymous or they can be entirely different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't because of, I mean, I grew up in South Africa. We bribe eight days a week. <laughs> so it's about bra and alcohol and drinking and drawling and having as much fun as you can have. That was what my, my life was all about, mm-hmm. especially being a DJ. You know, and suddenly I went from that diet to a plant-based diet. Now, if you think about what plants are, what are they? They are sunlight, water. If yes, you look back at scriptures and they mm-hmm. say in Genesis, eat from your gardens. And those little things that I've learned as a child growing up, I didn't really understand them until recently where I actually looked at now and I went, okay, right, so what is the karmic effect of eating animals? Some people get very skinny. Mm. Some people blow up. Some people get rage. If you can imagine, everything is energy. So if somebody's going through rage or they're going through depression, but the animal itself that was being eaten or consumed had been going through anxiety or depression or rage or whatever because of the way it had been treated. You are what you eat. Mm. So you're now ingesting the feelings and the emotions yes. of those atoms which are made up in that animal. You know, so like if you can recognize that, you know, now what is a plant? It's quite peaceful. Mm. It's got nowhere to go. It sits there, it sits in the sun, it looks at itself, it goes, okay, well, well, here I am. I've been designed to be eaten by those people. No, you're right. We've had um, Mana's daughter, Lexi, around here talking about uh, that very thing. And, and I think that's true because our thoughts feed our body. Yeah. You have to have healthy thoughts. Yeah. To have a well-functioning, healthy body. A lot yeah. of people don't realize that veganism, is there's the morality behind it. Mm. There's the fact that it's you know, very good for our planet. But the fact is that if you eat meat, you're eating, you're energy eating meat. low energy. Mm. Yes. It which starts long. off in the crops mm-hmm. where they're grown. It's, it, it, you know, it, like, like it. it starts off there. Then the animal yeah. itself being contained in a little confined space for its whole whole experience, you know. You're eating that energy. The, You're eating that energy. And, and, and digest over yeah, a long Yeah, yeah, time. exactly. Yeah. It takes so much longer for it to come out of your body. Yeah. I mean, like a little bit of science that I looked at, they say that an animal that consumes other animals, its digestive tract is seven times shorter than ours. So ultimately what happens is the, the animal, when you consume it inside your body, it takes seven times longer for it to process mm-hmm. and come through your body, which means it's rotting inside your body. And who wants to have rotting? And, and I just realized something. I go, why would you eat? You're eating a secondary source because you're eating the animal that's eating the grass or the yes. plants. Why don't you just go bypass right, the animal and go directly to the source? Yes, exactly. I mean, if you look at our biggest and strongest animal on the planet, it's a baboon. I know. Right? Yeah. And what do they eat? Plants. Elephants. Yeah, elephants are massive. What yeah. are they gorillas. Plants. Gorillas. Yeah. Yeah. Gorillas. So a lot of this is about raising your frequency to a high level. Yes. Uh, Remove all the crap is what I like to say. <laughs> Carbonated, refined, processed, CRA, artificial. So anything artificial. Oh, that's good. I like anything that. Anything carbonated. Crap. crap. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a little something over there that I wrote inside there and I said, mm-hmm. yeah, get rid of those things. So carbonated refined, artificial, processed. Mm. Those are the things that you don't want to put inside your body. This is, a living, this is a living, breathing organism. Yeah. 
right? Our and, and, it, and it holds our spirit, it holds mm. our our soul, it holds our it's our vehicle that we are driving through this matrix, through this world, through mm. this experience called life. So it, it holds all of who we are within ourselves. Mm. It's fully irrelevant when we're dead. <laughs> but while we're in it, feed it with the best feel. It's important. Yeah, it's important to feed it with the best feel. Do you talk a lot about alkalization? Mm. Yes, alkalining it's, is a very, very good way to also change your body. You've also introduced us to this wonderful uh, divine yeah, elixir. Now, this is divine elixir. wonderful. And what do you have in this? It's okay. a, a so whole concoction of amazing things. Let's okay, see. so inside here is shaga mushroom. It's the most intelligent and most healing plant on our planet. It's the number one superfood. David Wolf, have you ever heard of it? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, he advocates it like big time. Uh, turmeric, ginger, mm. cinnamon, garlic, lemons, apple cider vinegar, cane pepper, sea salt, and very highly charged water. So, yeah, I, I made this initially when my mom was, uh, she had a mass on her lung. And both her lungs had basically given up from smoking, emphysema, mm. if you want to call it that. And I made it one day to help her recuperate and come, come you know, back to life again. She was in ICU and I looked at her and I went, All right, do you want to live? Do you want to die? What do you mm. want to do? And she said, no, she wants to live. And I said, okay, great. And I went home and I got some turmeric and I got some ginger. I had a whole lot of shaga mushroom that I'd harvested off trees here in South Africa. They only grow on the birch tree. And uh, I went and I took that, put it all together and I took it into the hospital and we gave it to her and uh, she came out and she's still healthy today. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. That's amazing. And yeah. I think you said that you had a growth as well, didn't you? Yeah, I had, a, I, had a, I had a growth inside my lung and... It was, what are we now? We're 2018. So it must have been about 2015, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2016, 1st of January, 2016. I was standing in the Burn Valley, barefoot on the earth, and I was doing this lovely sort of meditation. I'd just come through the evening, and I could feel inside my chest there was a pain, and it had been there for many years because I was a, I was a big smoker, like being in the night industry and stuff. You know, that you're DJing four nights a week, five nights a week, and you're smoking – 20 to 40 cigarettes in that time and then smoking 20 cigarettes during the course of the day you know but while you're playing music it's just one cigarette one drink one cigarette one drink smoke a spliff another drink another Probably the worst lifestyle yeah, like you could have the had. worst possible lifestyle you could have as a human being what a turnaround yeah and, <laughs> you're so right <laughs> and you know coming through all of that and i, I was sitting there and I, well, I was standing there and i could feel this 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 pain inside my chest that had been there for years. And I went, okay, right, I've got to get rid of this thing. So what I did was I stood there and I, I beat my chest for 20 minutes as hard as I could, like, a, like, like, an, a, ape. like an ape, like a baboon, you know, like and I just banged on it, banged on it, banged on it. And while that was happening, I got a vision of me rolling a, a nicotine roadie, a cigarette. So I went up to my friend who did have them there and I said to him, listen, buddy, can I please have one of these? And he was like, well, you don't smoke anymore. I said, no, I need one of these now. Took it and I smoked it and I, I, I dragged it all in. And basically, I think what happened was the growth that was inside my lungs and it was in the front of my left lung, okay, the growth that was inside my lung. You told me this story. I just want to say this is amazing. Yeah, it, it basically released itself. And I think the smoke in itself made it feel congested or sick or like because it hadn't had smoke for such a long period of time, right? So the lungs had basically said, okay, right, we need to get rid of this. And it was through the beating of the chest and then using that cigarette by going inside and, and actually like really pulling lots of cigarette or nicotine. Nicotine in itself is not very really bad. You know, we've been smoking nicotine for many tobacco. 
Mm. I mean, we've been it's not, not nicotine, nicotine brand, but tobacco in itself, you know, people do tobacco ceremonies and they've been using it for thousands of years. And I use that as like a, a shamanic journey, if you mm. want to call it, you know, and I used it and I, I pulled my lungs and I fooled it with the smoke and then blew it out. Next minute I was coughing out this thing and it came out of my chest. It was about as big as that. Wow. Okay, and it had like a little tap root on it and it had all these little feelers and everything like oh that. And it had like a little ball heady kind of thing. Mm. Just like that thing in the matrix. That yeah, that thing that went through there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So mm. like for me, I looked at it as a, as a program, you know, mm. and, and yes. basically that's what it right. was. Mm-hmm. So a cancerous program, if yeah. you want to call it that. I mean, I've never looked at what cancer looks like, but I mean, I looked at this thing and it came out of my body and you could see it was a living organism within my body. Mm. And I opened it up and I, I like I broke it open and I smelt it and it was a horrid, horrid, horrid smell. Threw it down on the ground. I gave thanks for my, for my healing in that mm. moment in time. Wow. And it took about six months for that pain to eventually disappear inside my chest and then it was gone. And since then, I've been mm. free of everything. Yeah, wow. It's been amazing. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like... Some people, I do believe, you know, people make their pre-life plans and, and they're outlining what they want to do before they come into the world. And, you know, some people do come in here to play and just have a good time and yeah, raise hell and then leave, so mm-hmm. to speak. You know, and other people have other missions, you know, with their yeah. relationships and whatever it is or they want to be enlightened or whatever people come yeah. into life for. And uh, it sounds like you were almost on a, you were on a, you know, I want to come in here and have a good time on that path. And suddenly something interrupted it, maybe. Yeah. Well, I was on a I was on a jaw proper. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you. He took a very sharp turn to the right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you. It, it's quite funny because you know our family, like we've all seen lots of stuff happen before it happens. You know, like I, I was sitting at our at our breakfast nook the one day, chatting to my family. I was ten years old at the time, so my sisters would have been twelve, my dad would have been forty, my mom would have been thirty six or so, mm. and. I remember, I remember saying to my dad in that moment, I was, I was just sitting there like listening to the family and everything. And I said to him, oh, you know, dad, by the time I'm 42, I'm going to be retired traveling the world. And he said, no, that's not going to happen. I said, why not? He said, because you've got to be 65 when you retire. And I said, no, well, you can be 65 yeah. when you retire. I'm going to be 42 when I retire. Thank you. And I'm going to thank be traveling the world. Yeah, thank uh, you very much. I, I needed that help. Yeah. And he said to advice. me, he said to me, yo, you're also going to give me my first grandchild and it won't be to the woman that you married to. And I was like, what? And my mom slapped him on the side of the head and said, Dave, don't tell him what's going to happen in his future. Yeah. You know, because you're putting that, you, yeah. you're creating a spell. I don't need you to but that create my happen. future for me, operate my own. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, but also I said to my one sister, they twins, I said to them, uh, you're going to be a hairdresser and you're going to be a beauty therapist. And that's what happened. Right. They became a hairdresser and a beauty therapist. Subliminal suggestions. So, yeah, it's, it's all subliminal suggestions coming through spirit again because ultimately spirit exists through us, all of us. You know, There's nobody that doesn't have spirit within them. And for me, it was like, well, you know, I'm going to be retired by the time I'm 42 years old and I'm going to be traveling the world. So all I have to do is get to 42. Everything else in between and doesn't you know, matter. You're going to get to 42. I mean, yeah. Well, definitely, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I know because I've seen that happen in my experience, right? So that was part of my awakening moment. It was showing me that you won't make it to 40 or when you go to there, you're going to travel the world and you're going to go and you're going to publish five books. And, you know, so like... So they were showing you two paths. Like, this is where you're not going to go. Yeah, exactly. You're done. Or or this is where you can go. So I was shown those two possibilities. Mm -hmm. In that moment, at that age, I went, okay, right, I now have to fix myself. Yeah. Yeah. And that was when I did the two years. I'll tell you what, okay. Pharmaceuticals, for the fact that 
I could sit down in front of a computer and study and absorb information that I'd never seen before. Mm. That's what pharmaceuticals did for me. They, they were amazing on that side of things. Mm. You know, because I was like a oh, ADHD, they classed me ADHD, bipolar, schizophrenic, yeah. whatever. You know, and the pharmaceuticals came into my body and it allowed me to be centered in those moments in time. They were horrible in the end because then I looked back at my old lifestyle and I started using them in the wrong way. Okay, so... But in the beginning part of it, you know, they kind of saved me because I was able to come home every day. Work was amazing. You know, I was very focused mm -hmm. there. Come home, sit down, focus on the internet, sit down, read, absorb, mm -hmm. understand, look at different things, and then use myself as an experiment to say, okay, right, well, I've looked at this, looked at that, looked at that, looked at that. Okay, now how would it relate back to myself if I practice it? And then by practicing these new ways was when I had my, Amazing. Well, but I think that can be the usefulness in, in some of these. Well, they, they, they say that you can use Ritalin to get off Ritalin because yeah. it can help. You, you know, know when you're a when you're a child or an adolescent, your your brain is growing. Mm -hmm. You have you know new pathways being laid down. Yeah, you know that it might be useful. Some people yeah. sometimes they're in that crisis moment in their lives where they need something to hold them together yeah, yeah, until yeah. they can learn. And, and it's, it's very and, useful yeah, to be able yeah, yeah. to concentrate sure. and organize Definitely. Yourself. No, no, no. It's I, very useful. Yeah, it's a I good experience yeah, in the brain. Definitely. I won't, I won't say that anything is wrong with what we're doing as humans. You know, We're growing as a species. We're evolving. Mm -hmm. Okay? Spirit, the universe, everything is fully awake. There's nothing that we're trying to awaken That's to. That's true. Right. Very true. The whole universe is fully awake. That's right. Right. We as a species are waking up to our higher centers, mm. right? Which is part of the universe, you know? Like, so it's, it's not like we're trying to awaken the universe. That's not happening. The universe is awake, right? It created everything that you can see and touch. Yeah. Everything that is, is, was created. By everything, one has yeah, everything has consciousness. Everything has consciousness. Everything's aware. Everything's aware. Yeah. We are now becoming aware. Now, if you look at, in the old days, I mean, like you going on a shamanic journey or I'm going on a shamanic journey or you like you visiting all the, the shamans and that mm -hmm. type of thing, right? So basically, you're looking back now. That's what we're doing. We're looking back at ourselves. So we've invented and we've created all of these things that might be bad for us, but in our moments in time, they were good for us to mm -hmm. be able to heal us in those moments in time. So I don't look at it and go, okay, right, that is bad for you or that is bad for you or that is bad for you. I'm going, well... Yes, I did that journey and it was an amazing time. But when I became plant-based, there was no need for it anymore. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? It, so like these are living choices. Yeah, those are choices. choices yeah. And you can well, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, some people don't make it. They commit suicide and mm. they have to come back and do it again. So I heard some stories you know. of that today. You know, and I, One of my friends phoned me up in a little bit of a dwell and she said, you know, it's, it's so sad that her, her daughter's friend has just hung up some. Mm. And I went, well, you know, that's what's happening right now. Yeah, a, lot a lot of people, of people are dropping they, out. They're dropping out because mm. they don't want to go through the work. They don't yes. want to have to actually work on themselves. I think you're right. So it's easy to drop out. It's mm. easy to assassinate somebody. It's easy yeah. to take this person out and to take that person out. It's easy to take yourself out. And it's so true. But then you haven't done your work. Mm. And trust me, you're going to come back. And you're going to come back and you're yep. going to come back and you're going to come back and you will carry on coming back until you've actually healed yourself mm. because you can't mix oil and water. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like if you want to be the pure version of yourself, 
Well, then you've got to attain that. Got to go through that algorithm. You've got to go through that. Yeah, you've got to really let go of everything that is holding you down. You know, you've got to. Mm. We are weighted down by food. And and, and I think you're right. I've never heard anybody say it, but you're right. And that is the dark forces, quote unquote, or dark powers. Eliminate that person. Eliminate that person. Kill yourself. Whatever. Yeah. That's easy. I mean, let's face it. They do it all over the world. Yeah. All the time. They've been doing it throughout history. It's harder to actually go through the world. Yeah. yeah. It's actually harder to go through the world. But it's invigorating. What? It's inspiring. It working is. on yourself. Yeah, of yeah, course it is. That's a purpose. Yeah, exactly. I mean, listen, it's, it's like I've got artwork and I'm learning the guitar and I'm learning the drums and I, you know, I play the djembe mm. and I'm learning to grow food, you know, so like everything every day is like a process. little, yeah, it's a creative process. So yeah. the only piece of canvas that we've each got is ourselves. Our masterpiece. Okay. That oh, is us, you know, yeah. so we can only work on ourselves. Mm. Like right now, my whole journey of losing weight, I didn't do one day's exercise. The most exercise I did was from my front door to my car and from my car to my front door, mm-hmm. you know. And then the little bit of walking around that I did as a plumber back in the days, um, working on people's houses and stuff. But I actually didn't go into the gym and exercise. I've just started a, a, like a, a process now where I'm going into the gym and I'm going, okay, right, what can I do now? I want to build up my shoulders a little bit. I want to lose a little bit more weight. I want to have a six-pack. Those are the things that I've designed or desired for myself, you know, because I think that you can chisel yourself, you know, you can look at yourself and go, where can I improve myself? Yeah, it's and like strengthening your character. Your well, exactly. Body. I mean, you strengthen your core. Just strengthen your core. What are you doing? Mm. You're taking charge of those areas mm. of your existence, you know, so because we have all of these different energy centers within ourselves. So by strengthening your core, you're strengthening that. But now what do you need to strengthen your core? You need mind power. Mm-hmm. You know, so now, now you're using your mind power, which is both your masculine and your feminine. So those two come into balance. And then you're doing a little bit of exercise every morning by strengthening your core. Now what you're doing is you're taking control of those areas of yourself. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And it's, it's, like, it's the way I think about cleaning sometimes. I mean, I've seen people whose lives are a mess. And then you look at their houses and, you know, there's rotten food everywhere. And, you know, it's... As within so else. So yeah. if, you're, if you can't, if you're so frustrated with the way your life is, your relationships and your money or finances, you can clean. Some life coaches have said, clean up your house, clean mm. up a drawer. If you feel like you're about to commit suicide, someone said, go clean up your closet or a drawer. Yeah. Straighten it out to perfection. Yes. Yeah. And because if you clean up your house, it's like you're cleaning That's up your That's now the mess. external. So the external of yourself, mm. by cleaning up the external of yourself, you're now cleaning up the internal of yourself. Yes. And you it's feel process. cleaner. You feel the energy moving throughout I, the house. I love the, the analogy of like if you're picking up a lot of heavy stuff daily. Mm-hmm. So I grew up as a DJ, right? So I obviously in past lives, I've never gone and I've never done any past life stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can imagine now, so I'm picking up these heavy speakers from my garage into my car. Then I will go to a function. Then I'll carry them from there to the function, then set them up, have a big, amazing jaw. Then you pick up those heavy speakers and you move it back into your car and then from your car back into your garage, right? Mm-hmm. So now you, you've got all this heavy weight that you're lifting all the time, okay? Now when you clean up your life, suddenly all those heavinesses disappear, mm-hmm. you know? Life becomes more flowing. It lighter. becomes more lighter, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Well, that's exactly A level it. of enlightenment. Yeah. Whatever degree of enlightenment. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it's like looking at that and going, okay, right, so I'm cleaning up my space, right? Mm-hmm. In my book, I've got a chapter on clutter. Now, if you have a whole cluttered space, 
that's what your brain looks like. Mm. That's what your mind looks like. That's so. where all your neurons, they're all completely Clutter. crossed over and it's cluttered. So you might have billions of little thoughts going on permanently and you're unable to look at yourself anymore because you've got all of these thoughts. What happened yesterday? What's going to happen tomorrow? What's happening here? Oh, this person did this to me. That happened there. This yep. happened there. When you let all of that go, all of a sudden you, you lose feel, weight. You feel liberated. But you feel liberated. Mm-hmm. You feel lighter. Mm-hmm. Right? I know. It's so clutter. You clean up your clutter. Straightens your mind. Mm. It's very, you breathe yeah. a sigh of relief. You feel mm. clean. You feel clean out here. You, yeah. You're, you know, you've got your internal space, your external yeah. space, like you were saying. It's all, it's all much more organized. And I think mm. putting putting this sort of work into ourselves can be hard at first. But yeah. once you get going, I think it can be quite a, an exciting, creative process. Yeah, it is. It is very nice because in, in terms of um, once you clean yourself up, now you've got, you've got freedom to express mm. yourself. Yeah. You've yeah. got more. Well, you've got more of the divine that is passing mm. through yourself. So, mm-hmm. so you're able to look at yourself and go, okay, well, now I don't have all of these thoughts I anymore. Breathe. I can breathe. I'm free. I can do this. I can go and do that. I can go and do this. I've I can learn possibilities. Yeah, I can I learn the guitar. I can, play the, I can play the drum. I mean, being a DJ my whole life, I've been playing other people's music through a system. Okay. Now I look at it and I go, well, hang on a second. I know music. I've been doing this my whole life. So I can actually now take my talents and I can put it into music. Maybe I'll be on stage one day again. Create divine elixir books. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's the that's, whole part of it. I mean, who are you, what are you, and why are you? Yes. What is the purpose of your being? Yeah. And so many of us don't even ask that question on, on a real, you know, like you said, on that introspective. Yeah, like seriously, like, what am I doing here? Who am I? Yeah, exactly. Who are you? What are you? Why are you? Why are you on this planet? What is this planet for? It's a it's a holographic reflection of self. Mm, I agree. That's what the planet is. I a holographic reflection of self. So if you can look at the planet right now, there's a lot of turmoil going on. Yes. Right? But there's also an amazing, beautiful, if I can say like a like a flower opening, right? Mm. There is a lot of turmoil going on right now. But that is a reflection of the collective. Mm. Right, everybody is now yes. slowly but surely. As I meet this person and that person, and you meet that person across the world, and like what you guys do, go around and meet other people. So you bring your new enlightened state of being to those people, and they might teach you a little bit of something. And slowly but surely, this beautiful, beautiful gem that we live on is going to become something amazing, like a golden age. It's happening right now. It's here in this place yeah. with us yeah. here. Yeah, doing it. that's what we're doing. Yeah, exactly, it's Producing happening. It. Yeah, it's happening. Yep. It's happening everywhere. I mean, I, I love this one. You know, like whatever you look at, whatever you focus on is what you create, mm. right? So like you, in, your auric, in your auric field. So I don't have a TV and I don't watch any mainstream anything. Mm. I don't even have a computer. Well, I've got a computer, but that's like to send an invoice or to, to be able to do business. But I mean, I don't look at YouTube and I don't look at anything anymore and I don't look at TV and I don't look at news and I don't look at what's going on externally. Because I'm working on myself. Mm. Now, if I have all of those thoughts of what's happening externally. It takes right, you off of you. It takes me off of me. But then it also, now I'm thinking about that. And I'm processing that information. Mm. So that information is now being experienced again outwardly. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like looking at stuff and going, okay, right. Well, let me focus on, wow, look at what a bird looks like. Mm. Look at what a butterfly looks like. Watching a plant grow is such an amazing experience. Mm. You know, you plant a seed. And it takes time and eventually it sprouts into something. And then you look at that and then eventually right. it flowers. Now you can take those seeds and you can go and plant those back in the ground. Right. You we know? talked about that. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to be better than that. I mean, that is just 
that that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, innate intelligence that created well, that, that. Yeah, exactly. In fact, you know, who are wow. we to try and go up against that? We can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible. You know. So yeah, it's beautiful that you're actually in the here and yeah. now yeah. without the distraction of TV or internet. You can focus on what's only myself. What's important to me? What's important to my world? What's important to our world? No, not my world. And like, that's, like, actually, that's actually showing my... yourself a lot of respect. And in yes. saying that. You've told us that you still go out to your old familiar haunts and people that you were with in your previous life, let's mm. say, and, and you stand in your power amongst them. And yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's really empowering. You know, you go there and you spend time with them. My closest friends own nightclubs. Some of my closest friends are heroin addicts. Mm-hmm. And I'll go with them into the darkest places in my town and I'll be a pillar of strength for them to be able to have their hit, do whatever they need to do. Because I've been on that road. I know what it feels like. But while I'm there, I'll meet somebody that is completely lost. And I'll chat to them and I'll say, well, you know, there is a way out. And there is a way out. And you can do this and you can try that and change your diet. Just start with that. You know, because once you're putting good stuff into your body. Yeah. Well, I mean, all of us are. Once we've got to that point in our space, you know, you don't want to go out and go, well, I am this or I am that or this or whatever. Because people don't want to hear it. Yeah, they're not, ready yeah it. it's not, they're not ready for it. But you're a pillar of strength within that. I mean, my car just exploded. Died. My whole engine just exploded after I put new heads on it. It's a 3.2 liter V6. <laughs> I mean, I've spent a year keeping it alive, and, and eventually the other day, the whole thing exploded. But who did I call upon? One of my closest friends who owns a nightclub, you know? But I can't say that his life is wrong. His life is what his life he's is. Where he's at. He's where he's at, and he's doing what he's doing. But he's also an amazing soul. You know, he will Absolutely. never allow you to leave his nightclub in a state that you cannot drive. Uh-huh. He will say, "Sorry, come here, sit down. You know, take your keys away from you, and then phone an Uber, and get them to take you home, and the next day he'll bring you a car." I've got to tell you something. Most of the amazing people that I've met in my life, my greatest teachers, they weren't gurus. They weren't spiritual masters and temples. Or yeah, they were just. People living beings. life, yes. yeah. You know, mechanics beings. and cleaners mm. and yes. taxi cab drivers. Seriously, they're full of wisdom. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't disregard them. No, no, they're no, all gurus. Well, really I mean, how, how's this? The, the same people that own this nightclub, okay? Mm-hmm. They were the ones that got me off drugs. Oh, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big right. time. They were the ones that got me off drugs. It was the most amazing experience. I went into their nightclub. It was called 330 in Durban. It was. It's, it's like a landmark. Everybody knows about it. Well, the people that are in that type of scene. And I was, I was very hammered on drugs the one night. I'd taken a huge amount of ecstasy and a huge amount of LSD, and I was just dancing and having an amazing time, and I was just losing the plot. And somebody passed a bottle of poppers to me, and I thought it was a shooter, and I drank it. <laughs> so now, if you know what poppers is, you're not supposed to drink it. You just have a little sniff, and it makes you sort of disorientated for a couple right. of seconds, and then you come back. I don't think I know, I don't know what it is either. Okay, yeah, so I drank it. It's like a chemical stuff, and you're not supposed to drink it. It nearly killed me. Wow. And that same guy that told me, you are what you eat, he saved my life. Oh, he really? dragged me into the bathroom and he stuck his, my, his finger down my throat wow. and pumped my stomach full, full of water and then removed all of that stuff. And then the next thing I knew, I was lying on the couch and, and it was then that saved my life. And the, the very next day, well, not the next day, so that was on the Saturday night. On the Monday, I was called back into the club and they said, right, you banned from my nightclub. Mm-hmm. I went, what do you mean? How can you do that to me? This is where I come to have a good time. And they said, we're not going to phone your, your parents and tell them that you died inside our nightclub because of your inability to look after yourself. But you're a savior. Yeah. 
So I looked at them and I said, well, I mean, I'm not going to stop coming here. And they said, okay, fine. If you want to come here, you may not take drugs. So I said, well, what can I do? They said, smoke a spliff, have a few drinks, but you may not take drugs in our night. And I carried on going there because they were part of my experience. They were part of who I was. They were part of my joy. They were part of what I enjoy doing, mm-hmm. dancing, music, having a good time, socializing with people. It yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it takes tremendous strength of character to, to go back, to, to come mm. off of drugs or, or that yeah. lifestyle and go back into it and stand there and not take part in it. That exactly. really, yeah. most people can't do it's that. It's amazing that you mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, 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 a fun, it's a fun experience. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. Music is, the, what are we? We are, we are sound. Sound, music, right? Vibration. We're a vibration. And we are water and we are light and we are all of those things. So you, you can't look at yourself and go, okay, well, I've got to exclude myself from that because I had a bad experience. No, stand in it. Have a good time. Live your life. But let go of the things that no longer serve you. That's it. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's, like, it's like anything. It's, if any spirit has to know itself, it has to know its worst first. Mm. What's the point of knowing its best only? Mm. What does it measure against? The light can't, light can't know itself unless it has yeah. something to compare itself yeah, against. Exactly. Now you've got this whole story of, oh, well, let's go to the light or let's go to the darkness. No, no, no. They both equally matched. That's what balance is. I remember you made a point where you said, and I remember this from the Bible, God, I think Michael Tellen just said this last week, uh, actually playing earlier, <laughs> it's Friday. Um, he said, God spoke the word, let there be light. So yes. what does that tell you? What was there before light? He spoke the light or yeah. she. She, it, whatever. whatever. It's, it's a, or yeah, I mean, but yeah. in any case. Yeah. Light came secondary to the void or the emptiness yeah. of darkness, I suppose, yeah. was there. So yeah. light comes out of the dark. Yes. Out of the darkness comes the light. Yeah. Out of the light comes the darkness. It's either or. It, doesn't, it depends on which perspective you're looking at it from. You know, so it's like, well, here I am as the light looking back at the darkness, or here I am as the darkness looking back at the light. You need both of them. That's what a balance is. I mean, we've got the yin and yang. I mean, what do, what do people teach you? Balance yourself. Balance is an amazing thing. It's, 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 a, it's an amazing tool to be able to say, okay, right, well, how's this? I will still have a tequila every now and then in my lifetime, right? And that is, for me, it's a very balanced way of living. Mm. I can go to my friend's nightclub now, and I can partake in dancing. I can partake in having a good time. I can even have a few drinks, okay? But I'm not falling off the bus like I used to, and I'm not a raging alcoholic or I'm not a raging drunk or I'm not a raging drug addict mm. or any of those things anymore. Now I can go back into it and I can say, okay, well, cool. Let me go there, have a good time. I might even have a tequila, you know, or two. Or five. We talked you know, about balance. Balance. Yeah. Yeah. So it's understanding that, Managing well, I can yourself. still live in this human form mm. and I can still go and have a good time with my mm. friends, but do it in a, a gentle manner, you know, do it in a, in a balanced manner. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think, the matrix, whatever that is, a holographic virtual reality environment that we're in, dark and light appears to be a condition of the matrix. Whatever it is, we don't totally know. I do believe, like you said, illusion of reality. I think we're in a some kind of virtual holographic environment of some sort, simulation, simulated yeah. environment. So if there's anything beyond this, how did you put it? Like a container, a self-contained, self-regulating bowl or something? If we look at like as our as above, so below. Right, as above, so below. So now I look at the world and I go, okay, right, so what are we? We're on this planet. Is it round? Is it flat? It doesn't matter. Who cares? Right? Doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It, could be, it could be both. Yeah. Some people Perception. spend their life. 
loves arguing about that. And I go, it's perception. Why do you argue about such stupid things? We don't. It, it makes matter. no difference. No, it really doesn't. Yeah, so it makes no difference. But here we are in this experience, right? Mm. And in this experience, I decided, let me go and build a greenhouse. Okay. What is the earth? The earth is a greenhouse. Okay. It's a self-contained little unit. Right. Mm-hmm. So now my greenhouse is this little space. And yes, I get the sun that comes over it. And I've got a little waterfall inside there. And I've got a whole lot of plants. And I've got a whole lot of amazing, amazing things growing. I've got a little river. And I've got a waterfall. And I'm about to turn it into a fully self-contained unit where it's now going to work off the sun. Excellent. Completely. So like now there won't be electricity going to it anymore. I'm actually going to use my solar panels, my little wow. inverter and everything. self-sustainable. So, so it's a fully self-sustainable little greenhouse. But in it, we've got we've got fish swimming in the pond, and then we've got uh, plants growing off that, and you know, and, and it all just works itself. Mm. And it's 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 really cool to to watch how yeah. it all happens. Just yeah. like life. I mean, life yeah. works mm. well. It's been designed well. This matrix, yeah. you know, yeah. ecosystems. That's yeah, exactly. So like, who are we to argue against this experience? Yeah. When it's time for this experience to end, it will collectively. It will, mm-hmm. you know, and then we'll move on to the next thing. I think you're right. A lot of people say, well, when is it going to end? And I go, well, when you vibrate into the frequency of the new experience, mm-hmm. you know, I did mention to you, like, you know, everybody's got their own interpretation of like the apple and eating the apple, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if we are light beings and we are light beings, because we know this, right? Because mm-hmm. they can, they can physically like check that mm-hmm. with us. So if we are these light beings, right, the eating of the apple was basically the consumption of food. So it weighted you down. So now you became a carbon-based unit. A carbon-based unit. So mm-hmm. like, you know, you yeah. look at the breatharians now. Now they go and they live off pranayama. They live off the pranic energy of the universe. So they're living off sunlight. They're living off air. They're living mm-hmm. off connecting their feet to the earth. One of the biggest things that can heal us is being barefoot on the earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of Sorry. my biggest hits. Yeah, yeah. one really? of my biggest healings really? was... Okay. was really um, literally lying down on the earth and just allowing the resonant frequency. Well, they call it the Schumann resonance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that comes over the earth every couple of minutes or a couple of mm-hmm. hours or whatever it is. And, and feeling that energy passing through my body and going, okay, right, Mother Earth, this gracious being that is underneath our feet, we've been disconnected. Yeah, you're right. We're inside a concrete room True. with a concrete base. When we were children, we would run around play in the dirt, barefoot, mm. we would have an amazing time, mm. right? Were you ever sick? Hardly ever. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, for us, we're a little bit older. You look at the youth now, they're getting more sick quicker mm. because of their, I suppose, disconnection, mm. their bad diets, which has got progressively worse over time through television and mass media and all of those things that are, that are showing us, oh, eat this, do that, do that, mm. do that. Kids get addicted to all sorts of new programming. Yeah, new programming, whatever it is. And then like when you opt out of it and you go, okay, right, I want a better way. Mm. I want to experience a different type of experience. And and then that's what you go for. Mm. And then by lightening yourself up, you see the external happening as well. So the whole world goes through that type of terminal, turmoil. And then you go, okay, right, well, I don't want to see any more of that. So I lighten myself up a little bit more as well by letting that go. And then by letting that go, then I, I, I start experiencing my own experience a little bit differently. Yeah? And that and that was just an amazing, I mean, let's think about it. So many people have difficulty with their weight. You know, they're unhappy with their weight, their body. And what you did was lose yeah. a person. Yeah. That is an amazing 
there, okay. And you completely change your way of life, yeah. your way yeah. of thinking, yeah. Yeah. your residence. Your well, life I just want to mention a lot of, uh, I'm sh- I've heard this because I've worked in mental health a long time ago, and I know that women who have been raped often, they, I don't know, they may have borderline personality disorder or whatever, and they or schizophrenics, and they tend to gain a lot of weight. Yes. And it's to, that you from the trauma. To, yes, from the trauma, to, and almost mm. because and of it's sort of like covering yourself over to make sure that you're not you're protecting yourself. Yeah, you're protecting yourself. Protect yourself. yourself. Yeah. You don't want anyone to see you. Listen, just general television, right? Movies, things. Trauma. The spirit. The spirit doesn't understand that stuff. Mm. That was created by us as human beings. You know, so like we look at this. You look at, I would say, uh, the news. Just the news will make you get fat. I, I believe it because you yeah. become sedentary. Yeah. yeah. So you'll be looking at this and you're going, well, I don't want to look at that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you go to something and you eat it mm-hmm. because now it's comforting. Habits. And it's feeling good. You know, it's, it's like comfort food. Yeah, comfort food. You know? So just letting go of your TV is probably the very first thing to transforming your life. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Yeah, wonderful tips there. Uh, wonderful tips. So I just wanted to say, um, how can people reach you if they're interested in finding out more about your divine elixir and your book? <laughs> to all, to the, well, all okay. The so, of the so, so I'm not very technologically uh, out there, like with the rest of the world at the moment, right? This so is good stuff. This is a really good. Where can they find your book? It's on Amazon, so okay. under to all the people of the planet. Um, so, so it's on Amazon. Brett Austin. I'll, yeah, Brett Austin. Uh, they to can all the me people on, of the planet. Yeah. I've just said to everybody, I think everybody yes. should know about it. Yeah, I mean, how, how do you, you get your stuff out there? Mm. You know, uh, that was my, my your, very first interview. To all the people forward to your the second book. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a, a, a very good one. Yeah, yeah, so anyone who's interested in um, anything that's been said here, pick up the book and start transforming your life. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Please <laughs> do. Brett, yeah. thank you very much thank for you, Brett. being on our yeah. show. It's been a great pleasure. Really exciting, interesting to yeah. have you. And this is goodbye from us at Universal Solar. Have we'll a great see you week. Next time. Cheerio. And Bye. turn off that TV. Yeah. Start Bye. eating well. Bye for now. The Universal Solar Love Show.